been eight months since the first coronavirus case was confirmed in Ukraine on March 3rd. Since then, we have sat through a nationwide quarantine, initially set for three weeks, that was prolonged several times, several adaptive measures, and changing policies. I'm your host, Alina Kent, and this podcast episode is all about the coronavirus situation in Ukraine. Here's a quick update on today's coronavirus results. Ukraine has registered over 9,700 new coronavirus cases as of 9 a.m. on November 6th, bringing the total number of cases in the country since the start of the pandemic to over 440,000. In the past 24 hours, 201 people have died from the disease, 10,700 have recovered, and 1,517 were hospitalized. A total of 195,544 patients have recovered and 8,125 have died in Ukraine since the beginning of the pandemic. There are currently over 236,000 active cases of coronavirus across Ukraine. So in the past 16 days, Ukraine recorded 123,000 new coronavirus cases and over 2,000 deaths. We're also joined today by Kyiv Post journalists Bermet Talant and Matt Kupfer, who have been closely following along the coronavirus results for the past few months. Many neighboring countries in Europe have entered their second lockdown. Ireland, France, Germany, Italy, Austria, the Czech Republic, Belgium, and Greece have reimposed lockdowns and curfews. Ukraine's western neighbors, Poland and Romania, have also reported record-high daily coronavirus cases and are also considering imposing lockdowns. Ukrainian Prime Minister Denis Shmykal made it clear that Ukraine is not going to impose a new lockdown because it's basically going to kill the economy. However, the government is seeking a compromise and will probably pass new package of restrictions. At the moment, we know what the health ministry proposed. Uh, We don't know if these exact propositions will be adopted by the government. But according to them, the ministry proposes closing restaurants and cafes, gyms and swimming pools, and possibly also imposing the so-called weekend lockdown when non-essential shops, restaurants and cafes will be closed on Sundays and Saturdays. The government efforts currently are mostly directed at boosting testing. The government recently started paying private labs for testing, but still in bigger cities, private labs test significantly more than the public labs. People have reported having to wait days for their coronavirus results that were taken via public labs. The government has also invested in increasing the number of hospital beds as hospitals designated for COVID-19 patients have been filling up very quickly. According to the data, currently like a third of all hospitals for COVID patients are already full. Authorities said a lockdown would be possible if the country hit 15,000 daily coronavirus cases. 15,000 daily coronavirus cases might not be too far off. Ukraine has been breaking daily records of new cases during the past two weeks, going from 7,000 cases to over 9,700 cases as of November 6th. Shmigal said Ukraine could see 15,000 new coronavirus cases per day by the end of November. But the prime minister insisted on continuing the localized adaptive quarantine, which the government imposed in August. There's also been the issue of a shortage of medical workers and oxygen equipment at the hospitals. Though the government started deploying interns and doctors of other specializations, this week, Health Minister Tibanov called the situation critical, stating, the situation is quickly changing from difficult to catastrophic. He did say that, although I have to say, I didn't really feel like that was such a jarring shift from my point of view as someone who's been watching these morning coronavirus briefings. 
um, every single day, basically. Every day he's urging people to wear masks, to maintain social distance, to, uh, to wash their hands more. And people aren't doing it. We see that people aren't doing it. People ignore this pandemic. They ignore it at their own peril, but they don't seem to care. And I think that for me at least, when Stepanov says it's, it's becoming catastrophic, it really sounds like the boy who's cried wolf finally saying, you know, wolf, wolf, when there actually is a wolf. Now, of course, there always was a wolf in, in this case, really, there was always danger. But because people didn't listen and the government didn't make people do these things, Stepanov doesn't sound very convincing to me because I always knew there was a problem. It was getting worse and worse, and I thought it was catastrophic uh, a month ago. I mean, so is it catastrophic now? Yeah, but what's different now, that's harder for me to say. Obviously, the hospitals are more full, but they were under stress a month ago. Obviously, there are more cases a day, but there were too many a month ago. And obviously, there are more deaths today, but there were too many a month ago also. I've been, I mean, I've been a big critic of Stepanov, I have to say. I've written a number of op-eds in Kiev Post about his handling of the pandemic. And in one of them, I said that if he really cares about saving lives, he should resign. He should say, I can't do this. People aren't, aren't going to listen to me and the government won't make people wear masks. They won't impose any more quarantine measures. So I simply am leaving. I can't do it. Parliament has now passed a law that will allow the local authorities to fine people for not wearing masks in public transport and public places. Previously, the fining system in place was too complicated and too expensive. But now, the fine has been reduced to about 6 to $9 and is much easier to hand out. But here's the thing. This law has been gathering dust in the Verkhovnarada for four months. Why didn't they do this earlier? I don't know. I mean, it's the most basic thing. I'm, I'm not for the government jumping into people's lives and finding them for this and that all the time. But if there was ever a time to do this, now is the time. And they didn't do it. So in this regard, the pandemic response has been a real mess. I think the problem I see here is that Stepanov is, he may be a doctor by education, but he's a politician by profession, an official. Stepanov received a medical education, but was also the former governor of the Odessa Oblast. And so I think probably one of the issues here is that this is his career. Like, this, he doesn't want to lose his job. He's not willing to leave and say, you know, I've done what I can, but clearly we're not on the same page here with, with the Zelensky administration, so I'm going. And I think this is the biggest problem in Ukraine right now. Uh, the government is really afraid of harming the economy and incurring the wrath of the public, and I understand why. We've seen when the government tried to impose stricter quarantine measures, the local regions pushed back, and the central government would usually eventually give in, changing the restrictions, making them less strict. I think the, the government has this kind of mistaken understanding that there's a choice between the economy and, uh, and fighting COVID-19. But it's a false choice that it's either or. There's a mix of, of both. One where you keep the economy open and you keep people working, but you also require them to take the basic measures needed to, to slow the spread of COVID-19 and you do the best you can in the middle, kind of, you know, saving the economy, but also protecting the population. The government needs to understand that if you assume there's a choice between the economy and fighting COVID-19, you're basically choosing to hurt both. Those were Kyiv Post journalists Bermet Talant and Matt Kupfer. I'm your host, Alina Kent. Thank you for listening. And please, stay safe, stay home, and subscribe to the Kyiv Post.